So hello and welcome to Me and My Playlist. I'm Rachel Gash and I'm your host for this month. So I go to Bexley Heath Core and I am the Divisional Youth Specialist for South London. Each month um, a different host is going to be joined by a different young person from across the territory and this month we are joined by Kyam Spencer from New Addington Core. Kyam's going to share uh, five pieces of music with us and we're going to get to know them and him a little bit better with some quick fire questions and discussion about his chosen tracks. So hello Kyam and welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. <laughs> so before we jump into the quick fire questions, just tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, uh, my name's Kyam Spencer. I'm 19 years old. I go to New Addington. My parents are the officers there. Um, I'm currently studying music production at Chichester University. Um, yeah. Amazing. So you've grown up in the army. I have all my life. <laughs> all my life. <laughs> okay. So what we're going to do now is we're going to have uh, some quick fire questions. Um, don't think about it too much. Just your first initial reaction. Okay. So here we go. Where did you grow up? New Addington. Well, Croydon. Croydon. Yeah. Uh, what's your favourite colour? Blue. Uh, and are you a morning person or an evening person? Evening. Cadbury's or Galaxy chocolate? Allergic. Oh, man. Disappointing. Mm. I should find a better question for you, shouldn't I? Makes good content. <laughs> um, what is a skill that you would like to learn? Skateboarding. Mm. It's cool. It looks cool if you can do it. Yeah. <laughs> if you could travel anywhere in the world, where would you go? Australia. Why? I think it'd be wicked. I've always wanted to go. Mm, cool. And if you could only eat one food for the rest of your life, what would it be? McDonald's. Is that one food or is that just one restaurant? Burgers. Just burgers. Yeah. Any old burger will do. Okay. And then, so if you were a musical instrument, what would you be? Oh, I don't, that's a really hard, Piano. It's the most versatile, in my opinion. I, I might be inclined to agree with you there, Kaim. Um And then um, we've done the musical instruments, so if you could spend a day as a fictional character, who would you be? Oh, that's a hard one. Um, Spider-Man. It could be wicked to be able to sit on top of all the buildings, <laughs> look over. Not worry about falling off. No, yeah. Um, do you have an unpopular opinion, something that everyone else seems to disagree with you on? It's not really unpopular, but I love ketchup with everything. Even like a roast dinner, even no, when there's gravy involved? No, that, involved. that's wrong, that... but ketchup with everything else. <laughs> okay, well I can live with that as long as it's not with gravy, I think. No, no, absolutely not. <laughs> and like Yorkshire puddings, no, no ketchup on that, surely? No, I'm allergic again. Oh, of course, it's the dairy allergy, yeah. isn't it? I'd forgotten. I'm, I'm very sorry. OK, so thank you for um, uh, indulging us in those sort of more trivial questions. But the real reason that we're here today is to talk about you and your playlist. So, Kaim, I know that you're very much into your music, hence yes. your uh, degree studies. But what I what we want to know as the listeners, I suppose, is um, what the what the soundtrack to your life is, I guess, and why it 
or how it, these songs have impacted on your faith. So you're going to tell us about five um, songs now. Um, so do you want to give us your little list of each song and maybe a little bit why about why you want to share that these songs with other people? Would you like all four now? Oh, let's go for number one. Yeah. What's number so one? So first one I picked is What a Beautiful Name. Um, I just think it's a lovely song. It's one I've we've done at summer school. Uh, other Christian events I've been to in church has been a massive part of it. Mm -hmm. But I just like playing it. Um, a lot of these relate back to me playing them because that's where I, my music is. And I've grown up, my learning instruments and stuff has started mainly at church. Mm -hmm. um, we've got the worship band, youth worship band, and that's where we've all, a lot of us would argue, probably learnt more than in our lessons okay. is playing together. And so that's always been a favourite of mine. And I just like listening to it on my own as well. So, mm -hmm. yeah, that's that one. Is there a line in particular that you like? I mean, I like the first, very first line, you were the word at the beginning, because it's just quite a bold statement. And I don't think any more needs to be said about it in the sense of it's quite self-explanatory. Mm, cool. It's, to be honest, one of my favourites too. But we're not talking about me today. <laughs> it's a good one. It's very yeah, good. Absolutely. OK, so that's number one. What would number two be? Number two would be Lord, You're Good by Israel Halton. Um, absolute I, tune absolute tune and I remember seeing him play it at Big Church Day Out about I mean it'll be nearly 10 years ago I think I was there at the same time yes, <laughs> he's not been for about 10 years so yeah and it was quite a, it's an anthem in that sense and it's quite a spectacle to listen to but also watch him playing so I think that's cool and that year I met him and so that was really cool um, so that would definitely be that one and we did it at the choir at yeah. church cool um and just that statement, actually, Lord, you're always good. Yeah. Amazing. It's just another, it's one of those other declarations, isn't it? Yeah. And in the bridge, it has that whole big section all the time. All the time. And it just repeats it. I really like that section. Yeah. Amazing. Um, so that's number one and two. What's number three? Number three is goodness of God. Um, I heard this once. At a, it was a Anglican house party. I was at with some family and friends. And never heard it in my life. And we did it multiple times throughout the week. And multiple people that I know fell in love with it that week. And then we came back and we showed it to the core, showed it to friends. And ever since then, I've heard it multiple events. And it's become one of the biggest worship songs in the last sort of five years. Um, and I just think it's got such a nice... It's a nice idea, but it's also... It's quite a delicate song. Mm. And it's not to be messed with, really. Um, and it's I like... Because I play guitar one of my instruments, I just like it just acoustic, very stripped back. Um, and when you hear, often people will do a cappella at the end and it's quite a, something to listen to, quite moving. Yeah. I think I had first heard that during lockdown mm. um, and uh, was an incredible, it had an incredible impact on me then. Um, and also a massive challenge to sing, I think, in the not so good times yeah um where we still declare that um god is good yeah. <laughs> we said it twice already yeah. haven't we amazing um yeah challenging but if you can sing those words and um mean them what a deep faith you might have i i guess it kind of yeah but it's also one to learn on as well and just sort of you let, I think the more I've sung it, the first time I sung it, I sort of sang it on the surface, mm -hmm. not really 
knowing what I was singing about. Yeah. And now having sang it so many times and talking to people about it, talking to other youth about it, yeah. delving into it, you get a lot more of an idea of what you're actually singing about. Yeah. And, and just hearing it in different environments as well. You hear, often I'll be sat at church and hear a lyric that I've never heard before, but actually I have heard that lyric before. Mm-hmm. But yeah. You hear things in different ways and sometimes... Um, the words that are going to be important to you at that time, they're the ones that stick out, aren't they? Most definitely, yeah. Mm. And sometimes you can't even sing those lyrics. There are times, particularly with this song, I think, that I struggle. Um, But again, (laughs) we're not talking about me. (laughs) That's amazing. Uh, I'm totally with you on goodness of God. In fact, I'm with you on um, Lord, You Are Good as well. I think that, in fact, the first three... I'm in agreement. So amazing. They they would always good. They would definitely be on my playlist, whether it would be top five or not. I don't know, but um, it's difficult to choose five, isn't it? Oh, it's the hardest thing I had to do <laughs> ever. Yes. <laughs> so what's number four then, Kyam? Number four is alive. Um, I think it's kind of like a Christian club anthem. A bit. <laughs> it's like what you do in a Christian music nightclub. Um, yeah. So we. I think the first time I heard it was at summer school think and it's very dancey and it's very youth go crazy when it comes on and it's yeah. it's good fun and I whenever I hear that song I just think of good times and the sense of jumping around having a mosh pit at summer school or other events and so it's fun but also the lyrics are good as well mm-hmm. and so I like that but I have to say it's not my favorite to play because it's quite repetitive <laughs> but it's good good idea and I like that and also I did it at Easter camp last year when I led worship and so that they loved it and so it's sort of passing it down which is nice Mm. so it has good memories in multiple different areas so do you think your um enjoyment of these songs maybe differs depending on whether you're leading worship or just participating in worship or yes definitely because i would say with my last song which i'll come on to in a minute that's more from a congregational perspective okay because i was when i first heard it i was a lot younger whereas with most of these other ones as I've got older and to an early adult, I've led worship a lot. And so actually it's from a different perspective. Mm. Um, and even just when we pick songs, we are just jamming over them to try and work out which ones we like. And then that's how we found them. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I think for me, and I've, I've said when I was younger, probably struggled more to engage with the worship because I'm, I'm a very hands-on person. And so if I'm not playing, I'm, sort of not interested yeah um and so then once i got leading and got to pick the songs and got to decide how i wanted to do it i was so much more engaged um so yeah and so so you're would you say then that i don't want to have leading questions or anything um but um maybe your understanding your faith development you're more of a learn by doing kind of guy absolutely i hate sitting in a classroom (laughs) Yeah, it's the worst thing for me. So if I can get with a guitar or a piano or a drum kit, I'm ten times better. Mm. Amazing. Things to learn from. Okay, so let's talk about this number five um, song, which we're going to go into a little bit more. Mm. What is the song? Here I am to worship. Here I am to worship. Yeah. So that is a bit of an older song then. It'll be older than me. I'm sure it is. Oh, gosh. Let's not even think about how old it is. Especially in comparison to me. (laughs) Okay, so what I would like to ask you then is 
why, I suppose, why is this song special to you, Kyan? So I was, I still am, but when I was younger especially, I've been awful at remembering lyrics. Okay. Couldn't ever remember lyrics. And this was the first song I can remember remembering. So I used, and I don't even know if I could do it now because I've got so many songs in my head that I don't think I've got enough memory, hard drive. To, <laughs> once once one gets added, another one gets dropped off the end. Oh, okay. Um, But no, I probably could. Uh, I remember learning the lyrics. And I always, always remember being proud that I'd learned the lyrics to this song. And I think it's because it stuck with me. Mm-hmm. And I think the lyrics are quite simple, but also, again, like the others, got dark, not darker meaning, but deeper meaning. Yeah. Um, But I, I just like the idea that it talks about sort of bringing your everything and coming to worship, saying, mm-hmm. laying everything down in front of, before God. And so I think it's it just sort of set with me. So. Mm-hmm. Amazing. So how did you become aware of this song then? Yeah, well, Back in the day. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think it must have been through church. Just because yeah. it, because it was such a big song. I've heard it at so many events, but also heard it in church multiple times. Mm. So it's not been drilled into me, but it's been played a lot. I've yeah. heard it. And because it's I've, it's an old song, although it might have got played less, I've still heard it for the last 20 years. Absolutely, it's still played now. Yeah, yeah. So, I think we had it at church a few weeks ago, actually. <laughs> so it's, it's, yeah, it's a very big one in that yeah. sense. Yeah, okay. And some of these songs, it's hard to pinpoint, actually, the first time you encountered them, isn't it? Um, they yeah. just seem to kind of stay with us a little bit by osmosis, really. Um, it's part of our, yeah. I don't know, Christian DNA in some ways. Absolutely. <laughs> okay, so what stands out to you most in this song, then? Um, well, I think the bridge where it says I'll never know how much it costs to see you upon that cross and so that whole section is quite hard to fathom mm. but is quite powerful yeah um and sort of saying we're not worth it but he did it he died from the cross for us and I think that just sort of hits you it's kind of like a wave that comes over you um but then also the the other thing of just saying look I'm here to worship and I want to give you everything and I think that it's quite a simple but also immense idea. Um, so I think that's the, definitely that mm. bit. Yeah, so that line, it, um, I'll never know how much it costs to see my sin upon that cross. And if every individual is singing that about themselves, mm. you start to kind of grasp not only about the what it means for you, but what it means for the whole of humankind, yeah. really, doesn't it? And again, actually for me, like we were saying earlier, as I went from congregation to leading, I sort of heard it in a very different light because if you're not singing, you hear the lyrics rather than singing the lyrics. Mm-hmm. Because often when you're singing it, you're thinking about singing it, so you might not always think about what's being sung. Yeah. But hearing it is quite a different... So that, yeah. Yeah. Different. Yeah, sometimes when you take a step back, like I've been in there leading stuff before and you kind of... You're switched on to whether the congregation is involved and what the next line is yeah. and, oh, I hope the transition goes well, all that kind of stuff. But then when you take that step back and just be, um, things can hit you in a different way, can't they? Yeah, and I mean, as well, because it's such a powerful song, it'll often be at the end of a service. Yeah. And normally when I'm leading worship, I'm always thinking about the next thing. So I'm never thinking about what's happening at the moment. Mm. But when that's the last one, you can just sort of go, whatever happens now happens. Yeah. And you do forget that. So mm. it's really nice when that happens. So maybe this is a song, 
and I don't want to put words into your mouth. Um, but maybe this is a song where you let the Holy Spirit take over completely. Yeah, I think I don't even have to let it. I think it just happens. It just a lot happens. Of the yeah, time. amazing. Um, yeah, interesting that then that is maybe your favourite one that, that that you wanted to talk about. Yeah, fantastic. Okay, so bearing this in mind in the fact that sometimes we might actually let the Holy Spirit take over and not be in control ourselves. What do you think uh, God is saying to you through those words or through that music? I think he's sort of saying, keep worshipping mm. um, and and actually saying, no, you can be grateful, but I did do it. And so you actually have to panic that, I, you're not worth it because you are, yeah. but be grateful for it and keep worshipping. Mm. And it makes me want to continue leading worship, continue playing worship with friends, even just in a very sort of, not a, a gathering, but just a few friends with a guitar. Yeah. Those small moments where the biggest things happen. So, yeah. Cool. So your rehearsal sometimes can be even more significant than maybe yeah. when there's a big congregation around. Definitely. That's more personal. Because sometimes as well, it's nerve-wracking leading worship in mm. front of people. So sometimes you, rather than doing what you want to do or what you plan to do, mm-hmm. your nerves or your just what happens takes over. So actually, there's moments where you're just focusing on how to do it or those moments that can be kind of created mm. sort of get lost. So there, it's really nice when you lead do it in a group. Mm. I, I really like the um, the line at the end of the first verse, actually, the the idea of a hope of a life spent with God, um, yeah. hope of a life spent with you, um, I just love that. <laughs> yeah, no, it's amazing. Yeah. So, Kaim, I, I just want to ask you about whether um, there's anything that we can pray for with you, um, any thoughts you might have around that, um, maybe personal to you, to your life, what's going on now, or, or anything else that around you, that kind of thing. Yeah, I think the next section of my life, um, so my education, getting that finished at university and then finding a career and a job, uh, that's really important. Um, When I lead worship, I always like to do it in the right way. It's actually just generally that I do the right things, but also I get experiences from it as well. Um, And then finally, just good health. I think that's really important, Mm -hmm. especially having a back catalogue of things that have happened. That is really important for me, so... And being in a good place now, mm. I want that to continue. But yeah. Cool. So let's pray. Father, I pray for Kyan right now. I pray for him as he continues his studies at university, that this time will be one of learning academically, but also in learning about life and his life with you. I pray that during this second year of his degree, when questions start about what is going to happen in the future in regards to careers and things like that, that opportunities will come about, but also that you will guide him to where you want him to be. I pray for Kaim as he continues to lead worship. I thank you and I praise you for the gift he has in leading in this way. Father, we know that this is the way that he feels most connected with you. And I pray that his relationship with you continues to deepen in this way. I pray that you use him in this space to help others to come closer to you and encounter you in a really special way. And finally, I pray for Kaim's health. You know all that he has had to deal with in the past and how that has impacted on him. I pray for the medical professionals who have been part of his care and will continue to be part of his care in the future. 
I pray that you will hold Kyam close to you, that you protect his health and that you help him to stay strong and focused on you, whatever he faces. I pray this in your name. Amen. Oh, wow. Um, I could probably sit in here and talk to you about things like this all day. And so I, I. In, in some ways, I wish we had um, done this sooner, Kyam. <laughs> Um, so thank you to me and my playlist uh, for kind of prompting us to have this uh, little bit of a conversation. Um, w- this is the point where we now say thank you to the, our listeners for joining us on uh, me and my playlist. You can visit salvationist.org.uk for a reminder of Kime's playlist with links to the tracks on either Spotify or Apple Music, whichever, whichever. Um, you uh, suits you better and don't forget to join us next month when we'll get to know another young person linked to the Salvation Army thank you very much goodbye <laughs>